All right, it's saying we are live. <laughs> Zercho, what is going on? Not much. Oh. Look at, I'm reading the comments already. So uh, you're reading some of the comments. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's there's a couple I see. Uh, so everybody, welcome. This is Show Me the Money Club, episode twenty. So congrats on twenty episodes already, Sergio. Yes. Awesome. Sir. So we are live. We are live not only just on YouTube, but also supposed to be on Twitter and Facebook. So oh, I'm not sure if I, I might have to do like a quick check on that just to double check. Um, so I'm not live. streaming on my page because <laughs> that wouldn't be fun. Um, but other than that, uh, well, let's see. Hold on. Give me one second. Oh, we are live over on Facebook. Sweet. Welcome. Uh, hey. Lisa, how you doing? Driven hey, Dad, how you doing? Tony, Professor Kilometer. <laughs> Says I'll take the under on the ants. Kilometer. You take the under? Yeah, no ants. No ants today. Uh, and right. the other one, what was the other one he said? He says falsely. Uh, falsely, that Uber likes to have their cake and eat it too. Oh, and we got, uh, yeah, we got Francisco watching over on Facebook. Uh, and then right. uh, Twitter as well. We're supposed to be on there. Uh, so we're kind of expanding. Not only that, we are also, uh, you know, we got the audio podcast. So if anybody's watching the replay and, you know, instead of wanting to watch the video or if you want to do it in the background, it's available on all podcasting platforms. Just search Show Me The Money Club. Uh, and also make sure you smash the like button. Subscribe if you're not subscribed already. Ring the bell for notifications. We go live Tuesdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Uh, talking about all the different things within the gig economy. Uh, today we got a pretty good good show. You know, we're going to be talking about upfront fares. Uh, we got some some mandatory training coming to Uber and Lyft drivers. Uh, we got uh, some safety tools that are announced. Uh, some data about prices going up, but where's the driver pay going up? Uh, we got some side hustle. Somebody getting paid eight thousand dollars a month doing this. Stay tuned to find out what that's all about. Um, also, we're going to be talking about some self-driving cars, uh, so it's going to be a pretty packed show. Uh, we will get to some questions if we can as well, so uh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Uh, okay, you know what? One of these days, we have to do a strict Q&A show. We will, they yeah. Can ask, they can ask us anything personal. <laughs> uh, there's certain things that I will say I plead the fifth on, <laughs> like banking well, account information, <laughs> uh, but... I got nothing to hide. I'm all over the internet now, so you can Google me now. Um, <laughs> actually, I spoke to a friend of mine who's, uh, he, has, he runs a big company, a digital media company in New York. He says, have you Googled yourself? I go, no, I, I'm not into that kind of stuff. And then he goes, uh, but he does is he fixes people's reputations online. Oh, nice. There's like, supposedly there's a business like that. He's massive. I'm like, I didn't even know. Like oh, you I mess up on the internet, they clean up your shit, you know? I believe it with what they're they're doing for jobs. They'll search you out. Yeah, uh, people have lost jobs based know. on certain social things that they've found. Um, you know, people have have <laughs> so also. He, so he googled me, <laughs> and then he <laughs> says, uh, "He says, how come you show up before the New York Times with your muckrack profile?" I I have no idea what you're saying, because you have an immaculate online um, reputation. I, go, nice. goes, I don't know how you did it, but people pay thousands of dollars to do it. I, I, go, I call mine, it the way I see it. Huh? I keep mine very compartment, compartmentalized. So um, <laughs> if you search me, you're going to find like 
specific things that I, because I've done that for, for quite a while now. Um, wow. No, I, I, I no, no, no. and I try to fly no. under the radar on a lot of things. So if you search my name, uh, you won't necessarily find me off the bat. You'll find, you know, things around. So I try to keep that uh, uh, pretty good. So, oh, what do we got going over there? You all right? The hell is that? Sergio, you there? Um, Sergio, can you hear me? <laughs> I don't know what is going on right now. Um, you there? Well, we were having a couple of uh, issues before, but I don't know what's going on right now. Um, just, you there? You even hear me? Okay. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, if you guys want, while we get this all sorted out, uh, if you guys got any questions or anything, um, you know, put it on. Yeah, show me the chipmunk show. <laughs> okay. You there? Better? Is it better? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. You were before. You're like, Mini, Mini, Mini. oh, I, I can't. I can't hear anything. I, I'm just hearing everything fine. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, and fighting back. Oh, I, yeah. Believe it. What, what, what we were hearing was myself in the stream. We were hearing. So what's going on there? But it could be some technical glitches on Streamyard. Um, all right which is a possibility so all right are we back we're back yep. okay here we go. now that we're uh now that we're back you're back everything's good let's uh let's get going where do you want to start um up front let's go up front right away let's go up front okay. up front earnings all right so um since this is the show me the money club um we had upfront earnings since Prop 22 passed and upfront destination with a restriction of five out of 10, not 50%. Yep. Um, and then it started so, rolling out. And then this is trip radar, but yeah, this is trip radar, but it's going to, uh, well, this is showing up with everybody who's getting upfront now, upfront destination, upfront earnings. Yep. And this trip radar is going to show up. Basically, the pink screen is going to look exactly like this, except that you guys will not have a range like we do in California because we still have miles and minutes in California for distance and duration of the trip. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys will have just one single number. Like it will say it's 17 instead of 17 to 21. Um, well, on the next slide, we'll you'll see what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you guys will see. So what I did was right away when this came out in California, um, two years ago, almost past two years now, I started, you know, instead of chaining my numbers to the big dollar signs, look at those dollars, 24, 31. I can make 30 bucks, 25 bucks. Ooh. And um, Give me the money. yeah, that, that didn't work that well. After a couple, I go, wait a minute. I got to train my eyes. By the way, um, a little uh, communication with Uber people. And they still contend that the ping screen lasts at, le at least 10 seconds. 
So please put it on your comments, people. Does it does it really last 10 seconds? The pink screen is down to six seconds on my phone. Now it could be something with my app or whatever, but it is definitely not 10 seconds, although Lyft is about 10 seconds. Uber, definitely not. Yeah. So anyway, so this will show up, and then you have to train now your eyes to the minutes to pick up, miles to pick up, and minutes to delivery and time to delivery or end of the trip with a human. Because if you look at these trips, um, the first one, 25 miles for 17 to 21 bucks, that doesn't make sense on mileage wise. And 47 minutes, that definitely doesn't make sense time wise. So decline. Although if you do decline a trip radar, one of these is definitely going to show up on your on your screen as an actual ping. And then you probably will go blind you'll, you'll, because you're going to decline it. Hopefully you're going to decline it. Well, that's for California, not in yeah, not for the, rest of the country. Yeah, not even close. Maybe five seconds. See, there you go, Michael. See, back me up here. Uh, the next one, the one in the middle, 10 miles, 24, 10 miles to pick up. LOL. Ha ha ha. I don't think so. And 24 miles to destination. 34 miles for 23 to 29. At least a long trip indicator showed up on this one. This is like an hour and nine minutes. Not happening, right? And the next one, another 10 mile pickup with 32 miles to go. So train your eyes please train your eyes so add the minutes to pick up add the minutes to destination together you'll have let's say 20 and add the miles to pick up and miles to destination you know you have six seconds to figure all this out take the dollar number that's the big number in the middle divided by the time or destination let's say if you want to work for a mile dollar a mile if it fits your bill, you have to take. You'll take it. If it doesn't, if you want to work for buck fifty, then you have to decline and wait for one that says buck fifty. So, long story short, you guys got to train your eyes for all the people who are getting the upfront destination and upfront fares these days. You have to train your eyes, other than the dollar number, the mm -hmm. non non surge believers, <laughs> the A people, take to look at the dollars and they jump on it please don't do it don't make the same mistake and train your eyes differently to different areas of the pink screen so that's yeah. number one okay number two i'm in touch with some bunch of drivers from all over the country obviously so let's look at the second screen now this is a driver in tampa hold on, before, before you get going now this is what you're going to see yeah. outside of california so yes but sergio but but chris you're talking about just california no 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 no. look here's the deal we're gonna so, so we got to go over both the majority of drivers let's be real are in california but the rest of the country uh we're gonna pay attention to too so this is these are screenshots from tampa we're gonna get into the story in just a minute of this but when you get the ping screen like this outside of California in the rest of the markets that have upfront earnings or that will be coming over the next couple of months Yes. Yeah, definitely train your eye. The nice thing is the map now shows the whole ride. So you see where you are, where the pickup is, where the drop off is on the map. So that helps. So you can actually see. So as long as you can read a map and you know your area, then you can see that map in just a quick glance. But then, yeah, as Sergio was saying, look at the distance to pick up, look at the distance for the ride and try to figure it out that way. Um, there are apps out there. I know somebody's probably going to put in the comments saying, oh, I'm, I'm using this app and it breaks it down. Hey, yeah, you can use the app. Absolutely. Um, and it can help. But if you don't have those apps or anything like that, and you're just using Uber, you know, the best way, the best thing to look is, again, 
add up that time and distance, uh, see if it's going to be worth it compared to how much you're going to earn. So, right. Yeah, that, like, that you know, one of our one of our contributors, he said, you know, his thing is a dollar a mile, right? Or mm -hmm. his thing is he will not pick up more than five minutes away. So you can set your own rules and train yourself with it because this is something that's going to be around going forward, even if it's not in your city. You know, it's going to be there because they're making money hand over fist with the new system. So, you know, um, so this is uh, two trips. These are two identical trips, identical pickup, identical drop off with a 550 boost from Tampa, Florida, as you guys can see. And if you look at the pickup and drop offs, it's the same exact damn address. The only reason the pickup is shorter on one is because he he received this request during a trip that he was on already. And then by the time he dropped off, he was only 3.1 miles away as opposed to 5.4 miles away. So the algorithm and they have the upfront fare, obviously, an upfront destination in Tampa now in full force. As you guys can see, the first one. They pinged them at sixty-eight dollars and sixty cents with the five-fifty boost for an for a five-mile away, close to hundred and two-mile trip. I'm like, obviously he didn't take it, and then he kept driving. He declined, and then within two miles of him getting closer to the drop-off with the existing passenger, they pinged them again. Same exact trip, same exact pickup, same exact drop-off. This time with a $91. So they, they you know, increased the sugar a little bit on it. Even on the second one, it's not a doable thing because, look, I don't know about Florida, but where he's going to end up is probably a dead return and dead mile return and probably not worth it. And he told me himself that he didn't do this. He didn't do the second one. He didn't take the second one either because the second one, again, 100 miles, 91 bucks, 90 cents a mile with and with probably no return. So, you know, that's that's what's going to happen now, guys. So. So at the end of this little segment, we're go I'm going to ask for all your help to people who are watching now and people who are going to watch it in the future. Um, because our last episode, by the way, had 13,000 views for a two-hour episode. And, you know, truly, I mean, we really appreciate it. This is our 20th mm -hmm. episode. And it's caught on. And, 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 you know, all the matrix that we watch are, you know, going through the roof. We thank you. We appreciate it. And we're going to try to help drivers all over the place. And this is one thing that you get, we're going to need your help. Chris and I need your help to set up a test that we're thinking of doing all over the country, wherever upfront destination, upfront price is there. So when I do ask you for your help, please, please email me. I will send you my phone number. I will talk to you as opposed to emailing back and forth. We want to set up these tests and yep. we want to prove we want to prove something that I've been really dying to prove. Yeah, we want to check, check a couple of things within the algorithm and see what we can yeah. what yeah. we can assert from from this. Because uh, yeah, you, you the crazy thing is if you look at this. Yes, Mike, you know, those you, are your screenshots. Um. <laughs> oh, that okay. Well, thanks for the screenshots. But if you look, one's at eleven forty, one's at eleven forty seven. So seven minutes has passed. Yeah. And if you look, um, yes, uh, FL forty four and County Road two twenty nine two thirty two A. They are literally not that far from each other. So that's why um, you see that. So it probably went to trip radar and it came back. And what's crazy is you see that not much has changed. So you're still getting that uh, 550 boost plus uh, included. But, yeah. you know, there's nothing really else there. But except for the fact that it went you up. Know, same, same passenger rating. Same. I mean, it's probably the same passenger, same passenger rating as well. So 
same guy ordering or gal ordering a trip and good old Mike saying, no, sir. Um, so that, so that right there raises a couple of big questions. Like what happens when they're denied? Yeah. <laughs> when they start circling around and all that, what's it going to look like? So those are a couple of things, but then let's look at the next, uh, the next pair. Yeah. The next pair is, um, another trip, you know, um, now we talked about this surge baiting thing last week. This is not surge baiting, obviously. Um, although, you know, the first one had 350 surge in it. The second one is 325. Again, the pickup point, pickup address and drop off address is exactly the same. Exactly. And this, this, this driver is on a consecutive trip. So he has to take probably this one because otherwise the consecutive trip is gone. So. The time, you know, screenshots are, you know, speak for themselves. One, one time is one thirteen. One is one fourteen. So yep. first day ping him first. Yeah, first day ping him with eighteen dollars and fourteen cents. Same exact trip, same pretty much pickup distance and duration. Same drop off. The only thing thing changed on this is the is the um, passenger rating. So it could be another passenger that's doing this. That's why we're going to ask for your help uh, right after this segment um but maybe it's his girlfriend the guy ordered it first he didn't like the price of whatever he was offered and this is offered to the driver by the way and then the price drops to 1290 from 1814 i mean this is like a massive difference it's like 35 35 35 so you know these algorithms are gonna basically go to town on on the on the drivers now i am definitely in favor of seeing the destination up front i think it's gonna help a lot of drivers i mean there's nothing negative i could say about seeing where i'm going before i accept a job the pricing is going to be something else that we're going to discuss in a minute and you know we're going to discover it we're going to see if what i believe is true which every driver and every passenger has a tiny little file in some server somewhere and they're going to swing prices widely according to the driver character and uh, not ratings and passengers so but um, definitely, definitely a great thing to have upfront destination, no doubt. And the rest of the country, Chris, doesn't have the limitations we have in California. Yep. We have five out of 10. The rest of the mm -hmm. country, decline all you want. I mean, hope, well, I'm not going to say for now, there's no, you know, there is definitely no uh, restrictions. Uh, for, you know, in a few months, if a lot of passengers get stranded because people are rejecting rides right and left, you know, maybe they'll put a restriction on. Mm -hmm. We know Lyft is true. You know, we talked about that last week. We know Lyft is testing the same thing as well in two different versions. And so what I is wrote an article. Right? I wrote an article came out the last week. Uh, it explains everything. Please go to the blog. I mean, blog is really, really is getting neglected, but there are such good articles on that blog that you guys should go read it. They're quick reads, man. Three to five minutes. It's not like novels. Um, but it's all there with screenshots. Lyft is trying the same thing after 10 years of not showing destination. Great. I mean, I think it's wonderful. Now, mm -hmm. all they have to do is let us name the price of the trip. <laughs> then yeah. we'll, be kind of, we'll be independent contractors. But uh, I, anyway. I agree with you right there. Bring bring that ability in and we're good to go. Yeah. Well, then <laughs> nobody will complain. I mean, then, you know, you just operate and if you do, if you decline a lot of trips you go hungry you don't have no food and the next day you'll figure it out and adjust but at least then you know because they all call us businessmen and this is your own business this and that okay if it's my business then let me name my own price right i mean mm -hmm. I, I rise or fail with my own decisions as opposed to yours 
Um, so this is the test we're trying to run. Okay. Um, I whoever has this in their city, first of all, please email me Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. I will send you my send you back my cell number and then we will talk. But in general, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to have at least two, if not three passengers, and at least five, six, seven drivers literally in a parking lot. Go to a Walmart parking lot or any mall parking lot. You guys are literally next to each other. Okay. What all three passengers are going to pick well the pickup spot the you know the um app is going to pick up your um gps location and obviously your pin is going to be there so these all these drivers all these people are right next to each other literally so a passenger is going to order a trip hoping and praying that the trip goes to one of those six or seven drivers that are standing right next to them we're going to figure out what one driver gets and he will decline that trip and then let's see if the algorithm switches. Obviously, once the you know the trip is declined by one, it's going to switch it to the next person, and it's going to switch it to the next person. So we want to see if what the price differences are on the same pickup spot, same drop off. And if it doesn't go to one of the drivers in the parking lot, then we're going to try it again. But it's something it'll probably take not even half an hour, maximum of an hour. But I think it will be an amazing test to run to see how much the algorithms are adjusting pricing according to declines. Meaning first, if, if, if it's a $10 trip, if the first guy, first driver is getting pinged at 10 and he declines, and if it goes to one of those six or seven in the parking lot, let's say the algorithm, let's see if the algorithm is gonna adjust it to 10 and a half to 11 and then send it. Because what happened is that when the passenger, you know, put the address in of the pickup, right? They're being shown an upfront price as well. So the passenger is locked in. So now the Uber algorithm is going to try to put some sort of arbitrage on and try to sell this trip to a driver and make as much money as possible without the possibility of a loss. So to me, I think it's an amazing idea for me to run in different cities and we need your help. So please, please email me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com if we can do this in two, three different cities which have upfront earnings, upfront destination. It'll be an amazing yeah. test. And we would love to videotape this, obviously, just, just to see, you know, how the system is working. I mean, this upfront thing is, look, I love the upfront destination part, but I'm a little bit of, of a skeptic because they're giving something up they did not want to give up for 10 to 12 years. Now they're saying, you go ahead and see it. You go mm -hmm. ahead and decline all you want. Why? Yeah. Why is there such a change in attitude? Right, Chris? So yep. to me... I think I have, it'll be amazing. My, my thoughts, and I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, no, I mean that's what I want to do. So please email me, Sergio at the rightshareguy.com. Yeah. So essentially, uh, uh, one of, and uh, also too, if anybody in Buffalo is watching or um, you know Rochester area, uh, if you want to get together and do this uh, test, I'll you know we'll, we'll figure out a spot um, where we can do this, and then. You know, we have the upstate New York market too. Um, but yeah, essentially, we just want to see, can we figure out how this is pricing rides? Like, are they basing it on the time and distance that would have normally been in that particular market? And then, you know, are they trying to, to short change? Which means, let's say, prior to upfront earnings, uh, let's say maybe a ride was $10, but after upfront after upfront earnings, now it's $9.50 that they're offering. 
So they can kind of maneuver and change prices. And then that also raises, you know, maybe we'll do this same exact type of test, you know, three months out, six months out, a year out and see what numbers we have when it comes to these tests. We'll use the same exact pickup and drop off locations um, and then see how the prices have changed for not only just the rider, but also what the driver is getting paid. So are they going to start at this base level and then slowly drop it off a couple of cents? you know, every week, every other week, every month or so until, you know, you drop 40, 50, 60 cents for the same ride that you would have taken. And now you're losing out money. Or is there the ability to say, Hey, if this first driver said, no, I'm not going to take that. That's, that's peanuts. Uh, you know, then the next driver, will that increase? Will they bid it out to increase and, you know, come back to another driver saying, Oh, we're going to give you a little bit more and kind of go, go around the circle. Um, so Yeah, I'm I'm really interested in doing something like this, this type of test. Um, so if anybody is interested in it, uh, let me know uh, because, or, or let Sergio know. And then same thing, like I said, if you're in the the Buffalo Rochester area, uh, let me know because we can definitely get together and try. I mean, and I, I, again, I just I will do this in LA, but in LA we already have upfront destination. We still have the uh, miles and minutes. Nothing has changed for us, you know. So yes, that wouldn't. Me, I would easily do it in LA, but it, it's not going to mean much. And hey, professor, you don't have to do it. You just keep working for eight dollars an hour. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll just kind of. We'll just. Well, some people will volunteer. I'm sure. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, it kind of will explain how it's working a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing is, you know, like you said, for 10 years, they didn't want to offer this. And now all of a sudden they are, what's, what's the change. And again, it's, it's because what they're able to do is they're, they're going to use machine learning algorithms to learn, okay, what is a driver going to accept this ride for? Okay. Let's, let's continuously lower that until we just don't get a ride Yep. pickup so now we're going to have to we've hit our our bottom so yep. is this a way where we can take this machine uh, learning algorithm and actually teach it what we want to learn want it to learn meaning you know instead of saying oh well we're going to start off at base rate so whatever your yep. base rate was at the market that's what we're going to give you uh, we're going to switch it a little bit because of this rate rebalancing so if you take a minimum ride it, it's going to go up a little bit uh, or close to a minimum, but once you hit that teetering point and then longer, you know, it, you're going to make a little bit less, but you know, can we actually tell it what we want it to learn? So if we don't accept rides, that mean, you know, right from Dara's mouth, uh, we've, we reacted to that right from Dara's mouth. He said, you know, if we're pricing rides wrong, then they're going to stay on the table. If we're pricing them right, that's when everybody's going to accept them. So yeah. The question is, how are they going to find that point? And they're going to try to, you know, nickel and dime drivers as much as they can up into the point where all drivers are going to be like, I can't handle this. This isn't how it's going to work for me. I can, I'm not going to make any money at that point. So, well, I mean, you know, most most drivers, Chris, don't do their, you know, um, shifts. They put the, don't don't put their shifts as far as, you know, what they made, their profitability, all that stuff on spreadsheets and go in detail. But... Mm-hmm. You know, I said this before, I think this is boiling the frog slowly. And then it's a two-sided marketplace with Uber and Lyft to a degree holding a massive asymmetric information advantage on both sides. And they're trying to gonna take advantage of both sides. And hey, if I was Uber, I would do the same thing. I'm not I'm not blaming Uber. I think I think it's brilliant. And when I call it brilliant, people call me Uber shill. And then when I call it not brilliant, people call me 
oh, you're this one. I don't care. But the point is, I want to see this like in real action, like in real life, you know, how mm -hmm. this is working. And, and you know, Dara, when Harry interviewed Dara, he said the same thing. He said, we have to optimize. We have to get the machine learning going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, look, you can do a trip and you can go back and compare it to a miles and minutes. You know what I'm saying? And you can figure out how much of a cut you're getting. And he said it also. He said, this is some, this is revenue neutral for the driver. Okay. Well, if it's revenue neutral, wonderful. Well, let's see if it is. You know, after a while, we get some collection of trips, not like 10 or 20 or 50, get a couple thousand trips analyzed. And then we'll see if it's revenue neutral or not. We know on the long trips, it's not revenue neutral. He said that already. Yeah. On long trips, they're going to get a cut. Okay. You know, let's test it for ourselves. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean... I think I think it's a good idea. I think we should do it. And please, so I need your help, guys. Please email me, Sergio, at the rideshareguy.com. We'll set it up, and uh, we'll see what the results are. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. It's a, that's, you know, that, it's a great test just to see. Um, and then somebody wrote in the comment, I just saw, I uh, used to live in Henrietta, garbage plates. Yes, Henrietta, Henrietta Hots, if you're ever in Rochester, garbage plate there. Oh, there you go. fantastic. Um <laughs> Had to shout that out because I, I haven't been in Rochester in a little while and a garbage plate would be great. Um, What's in that thing? What's in it? All heart attack uh, it's stuff? Just a, it's, just basic, <laughs> it's just basically a bunch of food that you just throw in. So, you I mean, it's it's kind of what you want. But, you know, I usually get the burger. Uh, they chop it up, uh, home fries, um, you know, onion, a bunch of stuff just goes into the, into the plate and then you just eat it. So it's like a big giant bad salad for you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, William. Lawsuit? By the way, that we did the we put the video out a couple of days ago of the lawsuit, um, um, you know, video out. It's gotten so much reaction and traction that it's crazy. I mean, you know, to us, it's like uh, I hope that all executives are. It, you don't have to watch the video. You know what the lawsuit is about, but just read the comments. Read some of the. I mean, there were like three, four hundred comments on the video. That's blew my mind. That how genuine some of them were and and you know they sat there and wrote comments like a page comment you mm -hmm. know most of them say f uber f lift okay i don't pay attention to those but there are some people that are genuinely just writing what's in their brain and what's in their heart mostly and then how they're getting hurt and you know hopefully you know we can we can make a connection between these companies and the drivers yeah but, be nice. uh, yeah, yeah. The, Next yeah one. The, the big thing too is like we got to figure we got to figure out that happy medium so like are they trying to do this as a, as a pay cut where you just don't see it happening and, or not but ultimately like you know if i had a magic wand and i could you know fix it or you know whatever if i could see that that uh you know that upfront fare as it is now kept with the actual time and distance rates so you don't have this rate rebalancing crap and then yeah. couple that with you know, multiplying your own rate. So if you want to go at 2x the normal rate, you can. So instead of doing, you know, 60 or 70 cents, you're doing a buck 20, dollar 40, whatever it is. So if yeah. you want to do it that way, then you can. You know, something like that would probably be the better option. But yeah, Mr. Gambit 2000, man, I'm I, honestly, I, I, I don't go to the pen, the pig pen that we used to call it at LAX. Honestly, I don't even know why these people are out of the house in this heat, sitting there and doing whatever they're doing at the pen, waiting for a unicorn to show up, which most likely they're going to pull out of the pen with a local trip anyway, with the sticky surge. So I go like, why are all these like two, three hundred cars sitting here? 
I mean, every time, you know, I look at it, I go, why are your people here? Just go home and turn the air on and sit instead of sitting here. I don't know. So are they all running from the wives or what? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, it could be just like the hangout. So yeah, but uh, in the you know, it's LA is like 110, although LAX is cooler than the valley. So maybe it's because of that. Maybe they're all living in the valley and then they ran out of the heat and then go to LAX because it's next to the water. So I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh when it comes to LAX and California, mm. whew, you guys got some Ooh. issues coming. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so get, let's hey, let's, uh, let's Mr. Talk Gambit. About the next thing. Um, yeah, there's a mandatory training in a brand new law that's coming. Well, <laughs> that's already, I, th I believe it's signed. Um, so it's goes yeah, yeah. Inact inactive uh, very soon. July but... 1, 2023. July 1, 2023. It's going in effect. Okay. So, but Chris, but, but, but Sergio, you're only talking about, about uh, California again. Stop. I want to hear. <laughs> look, look, I hear you. Trust me. But the problem is things that happen in California do come to other parts of the country. Upfront earnings is one of those things. It's much different than what California has, but it's still something. Not only that, then on top of that, you know, you have something like AB5, which did make it to other states, Massachusetts. And then you have other Prop, Prop 22 like legislation on, you know, trying to go in the books as well, too. So there's a lot of things that California is starting and it's going into other parts of the country. You know, something like this very well could see it uh, coming to other parts of the country or nationally. No uh, doubt. You know, just no. behind some of the things. So no why doubt. don't you talk about this with some of the things that they're going to be doing? <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm, I feel bad for Mr. Tim Grayson, a Democrat assembly member. Um, so this is coming around because he wasn't an Uber and Uber got T-boned. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but, you know, only politicians will do these things because his ass was on fire. And he goes, oh, ah, we need a rule. We need we need to train these drivers better because they're constantly looking at their phones. Yeah, they're looking at the radar, trip radar and trying to freaking drive straight. You know what I'm saying? Go call Uber, you know, saying that don't. How about, how about this? You know, how about the ping at least last maybe 20 seconds? you know, while you're in the car with another trip because you're trying to pay attention with a passenger in the car. Trip radar is going off and you're getting pinged on the other side with one of these things. You have six mm -hmm. seconds to decide. How about that? How about that distraction, people? So this guy got in a crash. Literally, he got T-boned by another vehicle. And, uh, you know, he said, screw it. We're all going to have to, these guys get trained now. We're going to do that. We're going to train him on how to manage children. I'm like, what children, bro? There are no children in the car without a car seat and underage. How about underage? Maybe he meant managing children because of that. And we did a video on that. That went viral. Mm -hmm. And then how we deal with drunks. I go, yeah, Tim. Or yeah, Mr. Grayson, why don't you come? You know what? I'll volunteer for you. Why don't you come ride with me for a week in drunk hours? Let's see what we have to deal with and what amount of training is going to fix that. I'll just go and watch some of the videos. Yeah, man. I mean, like these guys are just, you know, I don't know. They're just delusional. And then these guys then don't have to, anything. Yeah, we've got to get trained. And and also, you know, we have to have an inspection. Well, cars get inspected anyway every 12 months or 50,000 miles. So that's nothing new or nothing big. But how about you call an Uber and Lyft and say, fix your app problems when it comes to underage minors. Fix your app problems you know, when, when it comes to onboarding passengers with Kill, names like killer how about fix all those things because you know 
we have been dealing with drunks, I don't know, for 12 years now. And sometimes shit goes sideways, sometimes it goes well. But I don't think we need special training. Defensive driving, see it says on top, training courses would include road safety and defensive driving. I'm like, I'm not in the bodyguard business, bro. I'm just trying to take you from point A to point B. Here's the thing. If they want to offer a course that is going to help you lower your insurance, like the defensive courses out there already do, you know what? Have at it. Then at that, but it has to, you know, it's got to come back to you where you could save money on your insurance because of that particular reason. But not going to happen, Chris. It's not going to lower my no, insurance. Not. No, you know, I have I have dash cam in my car. It, it didn't lower my insurance. So if that's not going to lower my insurance, so they're going to no, put me on. You know, you know those videos you see on YouTube. They make you like, you know, all those um, the security guys, like bodyguard types of companies, like personal security companies. They make their drivers go into like wet, you know, roads and, you know, manage a slide and do a figure eight and stuff like that to <laughs> evade, you know, the guys with the machine guns. I'm like, we're just poor drivers, bro. We just want to get from point A to B and have not have a drunk not throw up in my car. Yeah. How about you? How about you? You know, OK, you know what? Maybe this bill will come with free puke bags. <laughs> maybe uh, doubtful but yeah going on then it says distracted driving including appropriate use mounting and view of mobile devices yeah asshole if i don't have one how am i supposed to drive one and tell uber not to ping me while i'm going for six seconds they haven't pinged me like uber eats for 30 seconds then maybe you know i can manage that right yep. uh, i don't know you know it's all about the drivers like drivers drivers have to get done this drivers drivers are the, drivers are the problem the problem yeah, yeah. need to be fixed because oh, they're going I, away. We're going to do a segment. We're going away. We're all getting replaced. <laughs> my, yeah. My question, though, is uh, for, for this, this Tim, how did the accident happen? Was it the Uber driver's fault or was it the other driver who crashed? No, right here. It says right here in the next paragraph, Bill's author, uh, Assemblyman Tim Grayson, was in an Uber when his driver, uh, the driver, distracted uh, by his phone because there was chip radar going off like that. Mm -hmm. He was like looking at it. So the fucking guy runs a red light and he gets T-bones. There gotcha. you go. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, and I'm then the guy goes in there. Oh. So yeah, look, here's the thing. Yeah, you should not be on your phone when you're driving. But again, yeah. like if you're on the app and looking the map, you have to look. So you know you're not. So you shouldn't be online. Uh, you know, responding to emails or texts or anything like that. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, at that point, you should probably be offboarded. But. You know, if you're on apps and you're trying to pay attention to the road, you're trying to, you know, pay attention to where you have to go and all that. Yeah, it could be a real pain in the ass. The other, the yeah. other thing too is, um, where was that particular driver's phone? Um, was it within, you know, an easy look? So you're looking straight out at the at the the front where you're driving, and then you know, just a quick glance at the phone. I mean. There's a lot of issues there, but it's the driver, man, the driver, driver. <laughs> the driver's oh, problem, Mr. Mr. Gambit 2000. I think you're in LA as well. So can you put that up for a second? Like it's a Sergio Dara, Dora, not Dora, Dara. Dara took Harry's advice verbatim. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing an article with the new, I got the new statement, buddy. I'm still seeing the receipt though. So I don't know, but mm -hmm. um, I, I got the new statement and. I have to go log on to the Uber Uber website now, which I haven't done. I don't know for how long. <laughs> the last time I did it, yeah, maybe you know, if you want to see the actual trip receipt, you can. You just have to go into the website itself. So they're making it more difficult to see the actual breakdowns of everything. Uh, but yeah, they're trying to they're trying to add that in. So then it's like, 
oh, well, maybe the the 40% that they're actually taking is isn't really 40% because, you know, look at all this money that has to go to the insurance. So yeah. it, 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 all it is is just a trickery. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's like, look over here while I do the trick over here. Type thing. Yeah, exactly. Okay, this professor guy is like, he goes also, why is training a bad thing? Uh, who said it's a bad thing? Are you it's even not, watching, bro? I'm not. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I think that it's a good thing. The problem is, yeah. you know, we're going to get into it. So passenger de-escalation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can understand the training there, uh, including managing intoxicated, unruly, or violent passengers. Yeah, that's not up well, to me. <laughs> that That's, I mean, look, if you don't want to drive drunk drivers, you don't have to. You don't have to go out during drunk hours. Many people try to avoid that exactly. as much as they can. So, well, Although that's where the money is, though, right? That's where juicy money is there and drunk hours because, you know, yeah. 60 cents oh, yeah. a mile on base rates is not cutting it. No, but, you, you know what? During that time, a lot more people are fun at that point, too. And less traffic, at least in my opinion. Yeah, none uh, of these things, Chris, none of these things have anything to do with the driver. Drunks are drunk because they're drunk, period. And now yep. there could be a happy drunk, sad drunk, mad drunk. You have to deal with it, read the room, de-escalate to whatever you need to do, finish the ride. Children yep. are not driver's problem. You know, we yeah. put that Unac video out, right? Unaccompanied minors, that next one right there. No, yeah. unaccompanied minors are not, not allowed in Uber and Lyfts. If yeah. you, Assembly uh, member Tim Grayson, have a child that you are sending your yeah, exactly. uh, uh, kid to, with an Uber or Lyft and they're taking it, that's on you. That's your fault. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mateo, that's a good question. The, Mateo, good question. Who is going to pay for the training? Uber and Lyft are going to pay for the training. Yep. So we don't know what it's going to cost. The law, it's not going to be law until July 1, 2023. So you have time to quit Uber and do something else. By then. <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be some fluff training, just like all the you know, I, I went actually, I went for an inspection the other day. I paid my 20 bucks to the mobile mechanic, made an appointment, went there at the Burbank airport right here, like 10 minutes away. And the guy goes, um, turn your lights on, turn your lights off, put your windows up, put your windows down. He goes, right blinker, left blinker. And he goes, you're good to go. I go like, uh, you didn't check the tire thread. You didn't check the seat belts. I go like, whatever. So it's going to be some, just like they're watered down, uh, you know, background checks, right? It's going to be like, right, yep. left, right, left. Let's see if you can make this 90 at 20 miles an hour. Okay, cool. You're good to go. Let's go. You're passed. But uh, the companies are supposed to pay for it. So this guy who wrote mm -hmm. this bill or sponsored the bill, you know, he has no idea what he's talking about as usual, right? He goes, drunks, underage minors, uh, kids without car seats. None of that is my problem. It only becomes my problem when I cancel a trip or two or three, and then I get a hate mail from Uber and Lyft saying that, oh, you're canceling too many trips. Not my problem. Don't, <laughs> yeah. talk, don't talk to Uber to fix their stuff so they don't send me underage minors. How about that? And yeah. you know what? I that was going to tell you to do this, but we don't have time. You know, next week we should do this. Seriously, Chris, I read the comments on that short that we put up about, you know, minors, underage minors, right? Mm -hmm. There were like 50, 60 comments. Half the people said, who cares? It's money. I'll pick him up. Honestly, bro, there were like 30 comments saying that, well, if I don't pick that poor kid up, who is going to do it? I it's go, not your problem. Are you out of your freaking mind? <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, it, drivers, it's not your problem if the kid gets picked up or not. Look, I have two kids. and I wouldn't put them in Uber and a Lyft because, well, first of all, it's against TOS. So like right there, uh, I'm not going to put that on some other driver. You know, if I have to get them somewhere, I'm going to get them somewhere or have somebody be able to get that. You know, that's on you as a parent. 
Um, it's not you as a driver that have to feel bad for the kids standing there weeding. No, that's the parent's responsibility. Don't be their parent. You don't have to be. I under I, I, I understand I I'm empathetic with that. <laughs> but look, something happens. Like you, you let's let's say a trip request comes in and you're looking at your phone, you run a red light and you get T-boned. Well, guess what? The insurance is gonna come to you. You're gonna have to pay everything because they're gonna find out, oh, this kid was an un unaccompanied minor that was in your car. And now uh, we're not gonna cover you for your, for fixing your vehicle. So, hey, have at it. And that's gonna be all out of your pocket. The lawsuit is gonna come to you uh, because again, you're not supposed to be carrying a unaccompanied minor around. Um, so yeah, if you don't want to do it or you do, that's cool. That's on you. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not worth, uh, it's not worth the squeeze in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, if you still, if you saw a canceled reason, underage minor, does it still count towards, uh, jail? <laughs> uh, if you, it, it, supposedly swoosh 22, if you cancel due to one of those things that they tell you that you can cancel. And during the pandemic, one of them was not wearing a mask, underage minor, um, you know, children with no car seat. And the first one, which I got in trouble for, because I didn't let a crackhead in the car, was I feel unsafe. Mm -hmm. Those supposedly are not, you're not supposed to get dinged with those as a cancellation. Well, that was also Lyft, not Uber. I, huh? <laughs> I uh, said that was also Lyft, not Uber. So Uber might have a different stance when it comes to it versus Lyft. Hey, Professor, thank you. We appreciate it. Did you see? Hey, Professor, go read those comments. I couldn't believe half, half the comments were like, hey, man, it's okay. I got to make money. I'm like, you idiot. The video is not for you to go do it. The video is for you to why you shouldn't do it because you will be in actual jail for the rest of your life. God damn. I go, some people, you know what? Then I go, these people deserve what they get, man. I mean, how could you say in a comment, saying that it's okay, you know, poor kids is waiting in the rain. I'm like, ah, that's not your problem. So anyway. That's the parents' problem. Gosh. And, uh, you know, hey, if if they change the TOS and you can take on a company minors and, and everything's okay, then at that point it's different. But right now yeah, it's, against, it's still against, I mean, it's going to be up to you if you want to or not. In the event that they change the TOS, again, they haven't. So unaccompanied minors are not allowed in the car. Um, are not supposed to be in the car. Uh, don't, at least don't somebody it. 18 or over uh, for the entire duration of the trip. Not part of it where, you know, a parent gets in, goes to work, and then, oh, you're going to drop my kid off at, at baby daddy. Um, yeah. So. So, <laughs> next one. Yeah, let's go to the next now, one. Look, I, I, you know, certain training I agree with, but, you know, you got to make sure it's going to come back. Like, if you're going to do all these types of trainings, well, then, you know what? There should be something where I can supply that to my insurance and yeah, I can get an insurance reduction. Um, yeah, how about, how about, how about, by the way, how about training? How about training for the passengers? Training videos for the passengers. How about that people? How about few training videos for the passenger? Huh? There you go. How about not be an asshole or not be too drunk? Yeah. How about, yeah. How about a couple of training videos for uh, not stabbing your driver here and there? You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, so let's move on. To <laughs> well, let's, let's move on to the next one, which is uh, another fun little thing when it comes to drivers aren't the pro uh, drivers are the problem, not riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you take this one. I don't even oh. know what the fuck all right. So, yeah, we, we kind of talked about it in a short um, where, well, passengers got more added to their safety toolkit. So mm. it wasn't yeah. enough before they're getting more added yeah. because drivers, again, are the problem. 
Um, so I don't know. It just seems like it's a little out of touch when it comes to reality. But um, now you can text 911 in the safety toolkit or get contact, uh, connected with a uh, ADD agent. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I get it. I don't have a problem with that. But you know, what other safety measures are you going to do? Why is it passengers? Where's the driver's one? Uh, you know, are there any updates coming there? Um, you know, what types of things? So, uh, well, yeah, what, what's your thoughts on that whole thing? On this one? Okay, well, yeah. okay. The passenger, we said this on other safety videos with it. The passenger is a huge advantage, right? They're not holding the wheel and they're trying to go straight at 60 miles an hour. You know what I'm saying? They're not driving. So they have both hands on the phone. You know, they can do whatever. They can text with ADT. They can, you know, whatever they need to do, they do. As a driver, it's difficult to, you know, text, drive, even if your ass is on fire or you know this guy's about to hit you with a bottle on the back of your because they're sitting behind you too. So, you know, we said this a million times. I'm going to say it again. You're on your own out there. You're not going to depend on, on any safety tool you have on your phone. You're panicking as it is. You can be, may push the wrong button. All you have to do, man, pull pull up in a lit area, lit up area, and, you know, um, gas station preferably. Grab your keys, grab your phone, get the heck out of Dodge. That's it, if you're in that kind of situation. I mean, I don't have time to sit there and text with ADT while my passenger is really unruly in the backseat, bro. Yeah. I'm just trying to drive and stay alive here, and this guy is yelling at me all kinds of you know nice words in the back or being a backseat driver, whatever he's doing. But he can text because he has both hands. I have to drive. I have to listen to this idiot, and I have to save my life and whatever I need to do. So I'm like... Yeah, Pat, yeah, there you go. Thank you, Professor. Uh, there should be, the, the, you know, to me, it's like I, I'm on my own out there. I've always had this attitude. I'm not going to depend on anything or anybody else unless I'm packing, which is illegal. And that's it. I'm just going to pull up, get the heck out of the car with the keys and the phone. And if he chases me, I run into the gas station. I don't know if he's a small guy, I'll take him on, whatever. But I'm, but bro, I, you know, honestly, all these safety tools. The reason they're putting these safety tools on, by the way, you know, when their safety reports come out, they had all they had they added all these safety tools over the years, right, Chris? They had none mm -hmm. basically. And what happened to the safety report that came out that we did a video on? The numbers stayed the same, people. Yep. <laughs> it didn't go down. All these safety tools don't help because humans react very weird when they're under pressure. Some people stay yep. calm and cool, but some most people panic when you're when their lives are under attack. So Best thing is just just pull up, get the keys, get the phone. Even if you can't get the phone, hopefully you have a dash cam. That way you don't even need the phone dash cam that uploads to the you know um, cloud. That way, screw it. Just get the keys because you don't want to lose the car. But that's the fastest thing to do. And in most cars these days, right, you don't even need keys, right? They have the push button thing happening anyway. So that's it. Get out. Go. Mm -hmm. You know, save your ass. That's it. Yep. But I'm not going to sit in here and cry and say, oh, they did it for the passengers, but they're not doing it for the driver. The driver is mm -hmm. under duress as it is just from regular driving, let alone with an idiot in the backseat. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. Plus, the th that's the whole thing, like, too. A lot of that type of stuff is not going to make any bit of difference in the time frame that it would actually take for somebody to get there. So if, if there was a true issue between a rider or a driver, then it's not going to be, the cops are going to be right there magically. No, 
it's going to be, you have to take care of yourself and make sure you're safe and do what you need to do to make sure you're safe before, you know, moving on and, uh, you know, just being there. Because again, those times that between the time between, um, you know, calling for, for some sort of emergency services to them actually getting there, a whole lot can happen. Yep, I agree. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm all for security, safety, but ultimately you're on your own and you just got to be man up and do the best you can for yourself without endangering your passenger, obviously. And that's it. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. What can you do? I mean, you know, again, look, 1.87 billion rides last quarter. That's a lot of rides. Okay. Shit will go wrong. Ultimately, you're on your own on each one of those trips. You have to figure it out. Can they, what else can they do? They're not in the car with you. They're a freaking app and they want you to push a button to come people's, you know, for people to come save your ass. Not Mm going to happen. It's the same thing. If I, my house is getting robbed and some people are at the door, what do you think I want to do? I want to call 911 or unload the clip. I'm just going to unload the clip. I'm not going to call 911 if you're coming into my house with a knife or a gun. I'm not going to wait. So to Mm -hmm. me, it's like, that's it. That's what's going to happen. You know, we don't have time for joking here when it comes to safety. And look, all these tools, as I said, finally, the safety numbers have stayed the same. Sexual assaults stayed the same. You know, um, accidents actually got lowered a little bit, traffic accidents. But, you know, we did a a video on that. And I mean, nothing is changing. And, you know, humans humans are going to be humans. They're going to do some stupid shit. And hopefully you're not a victim. That's it. And, you know, what else is there? Well, all right. Speaking yeah. of passengers, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of passengers, getting up the. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I do consult with a couple of Wall Street banks, and um, I uh, write them quarterly reports before their earnings come out. And I subscribe to Yipit Data. Yipit Data is a wonderful company that sells you data because they have the information, and. So this is some snippets I got from them so that I can show without blowing their cover. <laughs> um, now, if you're interested, you can pay a couple thousand a month and then get the total information of what's happening, the true picture. Um, so the first one says average charges for UberX rides in the Bay Area rose more than 38. I can assure you guys that in L.A., that 38 is 50 percent higher so figure out how much rides have gone up from 2019 to 2022 for the passenger so it gone up from 1554 to 2149 that's 38 percent 40 percent close to in the last three years according to market research from Yipit data uber and lyft san francisco blah 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 okay so uh the next one um the uh average order sizes on doordash are remaining mixed. So we also follow, follow DoorDash, obviously, Grubhub. If you look at that line, DoorDash is at the top and Uber in the middle and Grubhub is going, I don't know where they can, I think it's going to zero. Um, so basically it's slowing down, okay? Um, the demand has peaked, obviously with the ending, ending of the pandemic. If you see the red line, it's kind of trending lower and Uber is trending lower. That's why all those top dashers are not making money because there aren't that many orders and average order sizes are going down, actually. They're not remain mixed. When they say mixed, that means it's going down. And DoorDash leads the delivery world by far, now up to 
third-party delivery. So the third-party delivery means like DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub, basically. Um, you know, innovative company. They're trying to be, but they're in a shit business, people. They're not going to make money because delivery has always been a shit business, and it's always going to be, even with their best algorithms and software, they're not going to make money. Um, and so there you go. They have 60% market share, which is pretty massive when it comes to that. Uber, obviously, is number two in the orange line in the middle, and Grubhub way down there, death, 4%, I think. So if you guys are yes, interested in all this data, you can go subscribe to you pick that up, pay a couple of grand like I do, and then uh, figure all this out. But I just wanted to put out there because, you know, we've been talking quite a bit. But my question is, so San Francisco or Bay Area, the ride prices are up 38%. LA, okay, I'll give you the number. It's 52%. All over the place, it's up. 52% in LA, all right? So the question is, with this new algo, how much of that 52% is the driver going to see? I'm because because my rates my rates say stay the same. It's 60 cents a mile and 21 cents a minute in 2019. And 60 cents a mile and 21 cents a minute today. Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed with my rates in LA or in California, right? Okay. But in LA. So, but the rates have gone up 38 to 52% on the passenger. So how am I supposed to get a piece of that? Like, how do I how do I do it? Mm-hmm. Right? So the driver yeah, is not I mean, getting that. So Uber is charging more and not paying. Basically, the only way would be with surge or with, uh, you know, some sort of bonus. That'd be the only way. But when it comes to rates, yeah, where, how come the rates have not gone up with it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so with the new algo and the test we're going to run, right, we're going to figure this out. Like what part of that 38 to 52% is the driver getting? Mm -hmm. Are they getting any? Maybe they're getting all of it. Maybe they're getting half of it. I'm obviously they're not getting all of it. So to me, it's like Uber is keeping up with inflation. Obviously, we know we're paying for everything 50 to 100% more in the last three years, right? And commensurate with inflation, Uber's rates have gone up between 38 and 52%, keeping pace with inflation. Now, have driver incomes kept pace with inflation and gone up 38 to 52%, just like the passenger fares have done? I don't think so. But if there is people out there who are making 38 to 52% more than 2019 as a driver, that means you're getting all of that passed on to you, which is wonderful. I doubt it, but maybe they are. I don't know. What do you think? Are you making 38 to 52% more, Chris, than 2019? No. Okay. All right, then. It would be the same. Uh, actually, okay. it's, it's it's roughly. I, I haven't seen a decrease. I haven't seen an increase. Um, I haven't either. It's, but it's roughly about the same. So I just want to share that again with you guys just to see, you know, Uber yeah, is but, charging more, which is what they your, need to what's do. What's your takeaway, though, from that? From seeing those charts, yeah. what, what is your takeaway when you My see takeaway that? Is Uber, is doing, Uber is doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They're charging more and paying the same as 2019. So all that <laughs> is in the bottom line. It's falling where it's supposed to fall. Like if uh-huh. I'm charging for the same trip that I was charging 10, 10 bucks, now I'm charging 15 in LA, right? But I'm still paying the driver 60 cents a mile and 21 cents a minute with minimal, minimal incentives. We know what the incentives are these days. So that means they're keeping a bulk of that, you know, uh, increase in fares. Yep. I do the same thing. Hey, man, you know, um, capitalism, wonderful, you know, do whatever you need to do until you can't do it, until the surge club comes around. So we'll see what happens then. <laughs> well, speaking of when it comes to, you oh know, m- some people might be thinking to themselves, Wow, if, if if Uber and Lyft isn't paying up and yet they're, they're making more, hmm, maybe I should switch things around. Maybe I should do food delivery. But 
you see the numbers starting to drop a little bit. Well, you know, maybe, maybe that's not. So um, you like, might be thinking, what else could I do? Well, there is a pretty interesting side hustle where this person is making or claiming to make $8,000 a month, $400 a day being a I teenager. Quit. I, I quit ride share and delivery altogether. <coughs> For right, so this, this guy, and he's 15 years old. This is the U.S. Sun, so it's a publication. I mean, I don't know if it's a serious publication or not. So easy bucks. I'm still a teenager and make eight grand a month with my side hustle, and it only cost me 12 to get started. So I'm thinking, what the, f what? <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. Look, here, mean, so here, here's a, here's a funny thing. So <laughs> I had a, I had a uh, well, I have a family business. Uh, the one location that we were at, you know, you had windows. There was a guy who came around. He would wash the windows every week. He would come by unless he was on vacation or took time well, this off. This is for real. Okay. Yeah. This oh. is this is for real. Um, we had a whole bit. We had a big storefront. It was a 1,500 square foot uh, uh, interior space. Uh, so you had a, you had a pretty good good upfront. Uh, it was four four big windows um, and the door, and then uh, two two windows on the on the side of the door. So you had quite a bit. Um, he was charging <laughs> he was he was charging us twelve bucks to do all that. And you know here's the best. It, it takes you know both inside and outside. Forgot to mention that um, twelve bucks for the whole thing. So he and. You know, he had a bunch of people that he would go up and down the street for. So he he was, you know, going along. He was probably making a couple of hundred right there just doing that, um, that little section with the people. So, yeah, if you have good personable skills and you could do that, this is definitely something you could actually really do. But 8K? But not eight. I don't think, yeah, but, I mean, you look at that. They, they say uh, one took issue with the amount being charged per window, saying $10 is too much. So this kid's charging ten dollars per window, but here's in the, the Hamptons. In the Hamptons, not in freaking L.A. I beat the <laughs> shit out of this kid and send him back home if he says ten bucks a window. What? <laughs> well, it depends on where you're doing this. Yes, absolutely. But that's the whole thing. Like, there's certain things that you can do, and it says so. He's making four hundred bucks a day times twenty days, so he's only working twenty days out of the month. Eleven, you know, ten, eleven days he's not working. Um. So, hey, good for good for this kid. You know, he came up with an idea. You know, there, there's a lot of different things out it's, there. There was a kid that back in the day, he would go and take chocolate chip cookies, wrap them up, like go to go to a Sam's Club or whatever, take like the chocolate chip cookie, the big one, wrap it in, in a plastic package, and then go to oil change places like Jiffy Lube or wherever, um, all in the area. And then hey, he'd say, hey, can I put this here? I'll give you you know, X amount, you know, percentage of any cookie that sells throughout the week. I'll see you next week. This kid was making hand over fist money, um, putting it in different, different places like this. Cause you know, you're, you're there, you want a cookie or something, you pay a dollar, dollar a cookie that comes back. Um, he was making like a few grand a month doing this. He actually hired somebody to go out and do it because this kid was eight years old true true oh story um <laughs> this person is now a financial success um you know is crazy story behind it but yeah he was he was doing this at eight years old and he hired somebody to go and collect the money and pass out the cookies so he didn't even have to at eight years old <laughs> so Ooh, i mean you know you think outside, cookies. You, yeah you think outside the box you could really come up with some crazy ideas
So, okay, to be serious, I mean, like this side hustle thing is wonderful, right? I mean, hey, you know, flexible, freedom, do when you want, when you want. Okay, it, it, 10 bucks a window, not going to happen, okay? But let's say, let's say he's in the rich neighborhoods and people have money to burn and he goes, oh, I'm going to wash your windows for a 10 a pop. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So, so a lot of, you know, look, I was looking at this. And then I thought about all the gig tubers that are all in a feud. I call it the family feud. They're all in like a tizzy. They all go, oh, I pissed further than you. You piss not. I'm like, it's so boring. And then some of them do all these like ride alongs and this and that. I go, please, YouTube algorithm, please. I'm going to stop. I, I just watched it for like two days just to figure out what's going on. Stop feeding me those those videos, please, because it's just like too much. But now, hey, look. 350 DoorDash order versus 350 a window. How about that? There is there's your side hustle for top dashers. Instead of doing 350 275 orders and drive, you just get a bucket, some Windex, a squeegee, boom, you go. 400 bucks mm -hmm. a day. You're not going to make that in DoorDash. I don't care if you're top dasher or king dasher or whoever you are. Just go do it. There you go. This kid's doing it. He's like 15 years old. And he's he, 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 here's the crazy part. Like if you go into a village or if you're in a city and you're going on one of the main strips there with all the businesses, uh, if you got something there and you're doing windows, if you're doing houses or something, you know, there's a lot of things there when it comes to it uh, that you have the opportunity to. And you're going to be a lot more fit. <laughs> Let's be real. Cause you're going to be walking yeah. probably a lot more. Um, you got to be pretty personable. So this kid, you know, he's going to have something going for him, you know, down, down the road, because if you're personable, being able to set that up and start it and charge 10 bucks a window, yeah. Hey, he's got something there. Uh, yeah, so Gary, are you here? Gary's not here. The, 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 the IT guy that writes apps. Uh -huh. Gary, how about an app for window washers? And then we'll just put the rich <laughs> demographics with the window washers and all top dashers become window washers now because 10 bucks. They're not making 10 bucks an order on DoorDash. So I'm like, hey, there you go. Go wash mm -hmm. windows. Eight great grand a month. You don't have to drive around. You know, I, man, you know what? I'm going to tell that to my kid. I go walk <laughs> up and down the street with a with a squeegee and a bucket and soap water. And I go, hey, can I wash your windows? Yep. And, you know, there you go. So Yeah, and it's minimal costs to get started. And then, yeah, yeah if you get if you get a, a, a good, um, you know, clientele list that's just yeah. continuing you know, week, week or even every other week, you know, like when it comes to a business, I mean, residential might be a little bit less, but either way, you know, you could be doing that and getting some pretty good money right there. You, you know have those a guys, list that you can continue yeah. on. You know, those guys and, in New York, they do the high rises, right? Yep. Like, so they do, they start at the top and then they go all the way to the bottom. And by the time mm -hmm. they finish, they go back to the top and go all the way to the bottom. It's like lifetime uh, business guarantee right there. I mean, the window mm -hmm. is building is so tall <laughs> that you guys start washing from the top. By the time you hit the bottom, you have to go back to the topic and do it again. <laughs> here, we right, here we go. I made 324 with 23 cash chip on Sunday. I'm a top dasher. Seems to be working for me. Ooh, somebody. Top dasher. That's one day, my son or my man. <laughs> show me the money when you average over a period of, you know, I'll give you three months, let's say. Show me the money. Let's see if you can average 324 a day because you know what? I teach golf and then once in my life, I hit a 340-yard drive, but it was downhill with the wind behind my back. 
So one day, don't make a trend. Show me three months. Show me what your average is. And then there is an anomaly in there always in every chart. There's one day there's a spike in there somewhere. And then, and then you know, you'll come back down to earth. Look, congrats. Great money. Wonderful mm. money. You're in the large order program. You're doing everything right. You became a top dasher. Wonderful. I'm not buying any of it that you guys crack algorithms. And if I hear algorithm one more time, I'm going to shit. So please Super don't talk about algorithm. algorithm. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Ants <laughs> got replaced by algorithm. Ants got well, replaced by algorithm. Well, here's the thing. Pretty soon, you might not be able to, to actually be driving for these companies with these robot delivery, yeah. uh, the del yeah. little delivery robots that now, you know, they, they have a couple of screens and people are like watching uh, from their computers, you know. They're all in Santa Monica, bro. They're, um, they're, driverless they're cars are now coming out. Uh, so here's, here's the next thing right here. Uh, right. But the question, before we get going uh, on this, yeah. how long, for anybody who's watching, how long do you think that it's going to take for you or to, well, for anybody to be replaced by driverless cars? Do you think that this is going to be something where it's going to be, you know, in a year, five years, 10 years? How long do you actually think it's going to take until driverless cars actually take a dent out of you and me and all of us being drivers? Well, Put in the comments, let us know. Never, I, I, I agree with you. Never. No, no, never is too long, right, Shirley? So, but maybe my son, who's like 14, he'll probably see a reasonably good driving one. Um, so here's my two cents on this. I, I, any, not anytime soon, not within a decade, at least decade or more. Um, they do have the technology, but the problem, okay, so, uh, okay, I, I'm consulting with Zooks. Zooks is owned by Amazon. Zooks built a car, not like this one, not like a Chrysler Pacifica with all these gadgets on it. They built a car from the ground up, Chris. It goes mm. backwards and forwards at the same speed. It takes four people in it. They built a true vehicle, I mean, just for this. The problem they have, just like all these companies are going to have, is regulation, okay? Regula regulators are not going to let these things willy-nilly all over the streets like they did with Uber and Lyft without any regulations. And now they go, the pendulum is going to swing the other way, right? And I truly believe, by the way, that autonomous vehicles are safer for sure. That, And I'm going to be in one in about a month and a half. I'm going to Arizona for a soccer tournament for my son. And I'm definitely going to take one of these Waymo's because I got jealous watching this thing. And um, so, yeah, I don't think I don't think it's going to happen within a decade or two. Not because the technology is not there. Honestly, I think the tech is there and they have improved immensely over the last five, seven years. I think it's because the regulator. How to get in one of these self-drive. Here's that little video of this dude. Yeah, we can't we can't play it because it has uh, a oh, song. Theme. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we can at least yeah. see. Now I'll, yeah. I'll tell you my fun story with the driverless car um, right after here this video. But <laughs> yep, here it comes. Yep, I made mean, that, that turn pretty much on spot, bro. I'm telling you, some of the they, I mean, the, right at the end of the video, it sped up right right into coming right into traffic flow of traffic. Like uh -huh. two three years ago, these things you would be on the right lane, you know, going like eight miles an hour. Now they're just flying. I mean, the technology is there. For sure, it's there. Mm -hmm. So, hey, drivers, you only have like a few years left to bitch and complain about Uber and Lyft or be Uber Kool-Aid drinkers, whatever you want to call yourself. So, 
the end is here because I mean, okay, here we, you know what? AAA, by the way, AAA did a survey, a recent survey, like maybe uh, like three months ago. You know what the percentage of the public was that was that did not want autonomous vehicles? Massive, eighty-five percent. 85% did not want it. I'm going yeah, like, why? I could be sitting in the backseat buying some useless shit from Amazon. I think the big thing, I mean, people do that now anyways. They just have a driver in their car. Um, yeah, yeah that, I mean, that is pretty man. freaky, though, when, when there's nobody in the car and it's just going. Um, yeah. For me, I, I wouldn't mind something like this. The only thing is, like, what happens, though, with passengers getting in and out of your car, especially during drunk hours where they're drunk, and, you know, there could be a lot of things that happen in the backseat of cars. Yeah. Uh, growing up, you know, People getting a little too happy with each other, yeah. Uh, yeah. going to I'm, to eat food in the car and just leaving yeah. it a mess. Like, yeah. what will that end up looking like, and how clean will these cars actually be? Well, the next big uh, business idea, the next big business idea, supposedly, is like have uh, contractors clean all these things up because they're all going to mm -hmm. be electric. By the way, this was not electric; this was uh, ice vehicle. Um, they're going to pull up to get charged, right? And they're going to have to get cleaned. I'm sure there are going to be, you know, cameras in there watching if people throw up or whatever. Obviously, the car is oh, not yeah. going to show up to the next passenger with puke all over the place. So, I'm, you know, I'm, look, I think that will come around. Maybe in a geofenced area, you know what I mean? Just, I don't know, whatever. But uh, drunk guys fights with drivers. Yeah, that's a, did you see that, by the way? The Chris, uh, no, Mr. Gambit, there was a partition where the guy was sitting, like a fiber. So, you can't, like, some idiot will go jump jump and try to grab the wheel or some shit you know what i'm saying so yeah. i'm like hey man i don't That's know it. now here, here let me tell you my story about using lyft and uh ordering a driverless car uh so i was in vegas a couple years ago this was uh 2019 when i was last in vegas and of course i'm like i gotta try the, the driverless car why not so it was one of the aptive and i get i order it it comes there's two drivers not one, but two, because you actually have the driver who's driving the car, and there was a lot of regulation here. So, like, yeah, this is Vegas. So, I was staying at Westgate uh, Resort and going to, was it, uh, I think Caesars. So, um, if anybody's familiar with that, you know, it was right in the heart of uh, uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. And so, they, the regulation is you couldn't drive a driverless car on private grounds. It was only on public and certain roads. You couldn't do it either. So like just the, just some of the things behind it. So it, they were driving the car. I would say a good 60% of the time versus not or versus the car driving itself. Bullshit. And when, when the car, no, when the car drove itself, it was only going straight. Like even, even the turn that it took uh, on the road to go, what I, I, I don't know, yeah, Trump Canada. So Trump Canada or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. This was on the, the street itself. Like the, the car went too far out. So the guy had to correct it to bring it back. I'm like, well, at least you're here. And then the second driver is like the one who's got the, the laptop and, you know, reading all of the data information and data points. Cause basically what they were doing was mapping out the entire uh, area that they could. Uh, so you, you, they're mapping out, you know, where there's construction, construction cones. That's the other thing you couldn't, you couldn't have a self-driving car in a construction zone. It had to be, you know, on uh, 
somewhere open where the road was pretty much just straight. Uh, it did yeah. turn lanes though. So, you know, it, it did go from one lane to the other, but you know, how many cars already do that? You just put the, put the blinker on and it, it'll just change lanes for you no, automatically. So. I, honestly, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be in Phoenix in a month and a half and I'm definitely going to order nice. one. I hear they're like not expensive either. They're like Uber. Right. So I'm like, okay. At the moment, yeah. obviously they're going to be like Uber, but, um, so you know, Arizona allows these things. Remember, they allowed the original Uber uh, driverless car with the safety driver in the car, killed the lady on the bike, right? That's when Uber got out mm -hmm. of the AGT game. But I'm going like, I would love to be in one, right? First, um, I mean, just to see what the experience is like, you know? Yeah. Because as a human, well, you're giving up control of your life to some machine, bro. That's not yeah. easy to do. Right. No, I mean, think about it. We technically already do when it comes to any flight. Most yeah. of the flight is done on autopilot. There's very little, like, you could literally leave the gate and get to the gate all on autopilot. Wow. So, yeah. you know, I, I think the technology is there, but I think regulatory issues are going to be hanging on these guys next. It's not going to be that easy. Yeah, they're not going to allow. Yeah, you know, the other day, did you see in San Francisco all the cruise cars? They all gathered at the same place that had some sort of glitch in their system. Like there no. were twenty six because all cruise in in San Francisco is testing you know driverless cars, but they can only drive between like eleven p.m. and three a.m. Right. Uh -huh. So something happened in the system. All like twenty six of them gathered like in one location and blocked the whole street <laughs> i was like they were all like oh my god that's so awesome the cops can't do anything then they have to call people to come and drive them away you know regularly and i'm going like that's hilarious they're like a little sheep they all got just like <laughs> blocked the road. You know, that, like, that that's the other question like what happens if a cop is trying to pull over a driverless car oh yeah there, <laughs> there's a video somewhere i'm sure oh yeah i'm sure i'd <laughs> and, love to see that and you know what? I'm, you know, like, okay, things get hacked easily these days, right? Yep. So DoorDash got hacked the other day, right? So Uber mm -hmm. got hacked. We all, all these companies have gotten hacked. They much as much as they hide it or whatever, but it all comes out after six months. So think about this. <laughs> you're in one of these things. You're in like a VIP or some whatever, whoever you are. And then they hack. I mean, obviously, these things are on Wi-Fi. I'm not the technology guy, so don't comment saying that Serge doesn't know what the shit he's talking <laughs> about. It's not that, but I'm thinking... These could be hacked, right? Oh yeah. Why yeah, maybe why like maybe a terrorist group and then fucking run these things and kill people? You know what I'm saying? Or oh, forget they, that. They, forget that. that more that doesn't even have to happen in wire or in driverless cars. That can happen in any car that can hook up. It's has you could hack a Tesla, and if you want, you could put the accelerator really? down as far as it Shit. goes, smash it into a wall. Oh, so yeah, the, that already happened. That, happen. You know, forget the morbid thought of terrorists doing whatever they're doing. Forget that part. Let, again, so, so you know, your wife is in the car that you're about to divorce. She's about to take all your money. You get whoa. somebody to hack the car whoa. and take her to Mexico. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Kidnap. <laughs> you can't open. Hey, I bet you you can't open the door this halfway is, through so the ride. This isn't the how to take care of a divorce club. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you know, like, you know, you got to think of these things. I mean, you know, if you want to do harm to somebody, you can kidnap him in a car that you cannot open the doors for. Oh, you already can. Yep. Uh, I mean, if you want to go down down some crazy rabbit holes, um, check out the uh, Tim Cast IRL podcast. Okay. Um, check out Rogan, <laughs> uh, check out some of these places, uh, that are taught that talk about that. And yeah, some of the stuff that, 
it, it's already here. So, I mean, you can easily hack a car. People already have. Um, there were people that, uh, you know, a couple of, I, th I forget what car it was, um, but it was hacked. And then, like, uh, there was an issue with the acceleration, um, but they, they were able to take control of it. You know, I mean, pretty much every single thing, um, you know, is controlled remotely or can be controlled remotely on vehicles that are already on the road today. So here's the other thing. You don't even have to be in one of those cars for you to be a target. All you have to do is be near a car that was hacked and they can run right in there. That's just true. saying. But you so, know, all those, all those little robots, food delivery robots that are all over Santa Monica now, where all the golden retrievers go sniff and piss on them all day long because they're like <laughs> territorial. I'm not joking. I've seen one. There, there's the Coco, you know, the pink, pink robot. Yep. Mm -hmm. Freaking thing is smart as shit. I have a video of three minutes. Try to block it every which way. It went around me this way. It went around me that way. We have to play that video on there. We need that video. I will. No, I'll, I have, I'll, I'll, I'll upload it and then we'll play that. It's hilarious. <laughs> it stops at every light because there is a pilot, supposedly. A pilot is like a guy in either Mexico, India, wherever he's at. You know, he's actually driving it. It's not autonomous. Those little food delivery robots, right? Um, so I think I think top measures are getting replaced. Huh? No, I think some of them are actually. No, no. none of them are. I, they, they were a carnivore. Oh. None of them are. There were five of okay. them there. None of them are. They're all driven by some dude somewhere, which mm -hmm. is which is which gives hope to my son's uh, future because you know he be a guy has like a controller in his hand and you know making money and driving three four of them at the same time. I think, but that's <laughs> not the point. The point is, all these things get all this automation, right? Is it necessary? Just because we can build it. Do we need it? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, car has been around. Yes, before then, horse and buggy was around. Then car steam engine comes around. Then cars come around. Now this comes around. Obviously, people are spending billions and trillions of dollars on this technology. It's a great question. Um, yeah. I don't know the answer, Mike. <laughs> All right. So um, I actually know half of the answer, but I'll give it to you privately. Yeah, I, I know about half the answer, too. Um, you know, th this is definitely something that, the, these are the conversations that have to be had in order for, you know, driverless cars to even be, you know, a thought to be, a, or not just a thought, but a reality. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, I, it's, I, yeah, it's definitely going to be something that's going to be um, to watch so, because yes, driverless cars will be here. They're going to come. Um, you know, I think the other thing but, too is the but why, why tell vehicle. me, okay. Do you, did you think why though? Why do we need driverless cars? Um, we don't. We don't. Yeah, we I, really I figured don't. out why. We're talking to a couple of execs at Zoom, and they made so much sense to me that you know I'll I'll share that privately with you at some point. But they made so much sense that it was kind of oh okay. Now, uh, do you think insurance companies, car insurance companies, that's they're going to get disrupted by this because these fuck oh, oops, these things don't make, don't get into accidents. So here's they the have thing, to lower the premiums. Might too because here's the. If you don't need, why would you need to own a car anymore? Yeah. It's a driverless car. Why would you need to own it? All yeah. you'd have to do is, you know, have a subscription to, I don't know, Uber. And then you just basically have a schedule set up when you need to be picked up, when you need to be, where you need to be dropped off. And there it is. You know, yeah. it might be there right in the morning for you before you even get up to go to work. Uh, it might be, you know, uh, could be just sitting like wait uber right now or 
you know, there could be something like attack. They're just kind of driving around or sitting around and then they pull around or something. You know, yeah, it, it could right. be a huge well, disruptor for a lot of ultimately, businesses. ultimately don't panic Uber and Lyft guys, drivers. These <laughs> yep. things are not going to replace us. OK, there is not a freaking chance. Not anytime soon. I'll be dead and gone before these things are zipping around everywhere. And, you know, don't listen to the companies like Lyft saying, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to do a hybrid thing. When 85% of the public says in a recent survey that they don't want it. It's just, you know, it's a mindset thing. Slowly, things have to change, you know. Yeah, but I'm going to report back to you guys with a video. I'm going to go ride yeah. in one of these things. Take one of these Waymo cars and uh, let's see how it goes. Yeah, unfortunately, I was going to record that. but They're like, you can't record in here. I'm like, seriously? So uh, really? whatever. Yeah, that was, I think it's just basically because of the tech that they were using. This guy did. This guy on TikTok did. No, this is when I when I did the app. Oh, oh you're right. Yeah, yeah, because they have other people in the car. It was yeah. like, who's going to control me recording? There's nobody in the fucking car. So I'm like, yeah. I get in, turn the thing oh. on. <laughs> and it's going to be like, a, well, I know where they're playing the tournament and I know where their geofence is. So they're still in a geofenced area, but it's pretty big area. It's like 25 miles square. So it's a pretty big area. So I can mm. order uh, trips right and left in this thing. Let's see how it goes. Nice. All right. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching. Smash that like button if you haven't. Uh, again, make sure, if you're not already subscribed, that you are. Uh, we have a really good show for coming for you next week. Uh, it's oh, going to yeah. be actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell them, tell them, tell them. Oh, oh I got to tell them. We have, we have, we have, how many um, CEOs Three. do we have tomorrow or next week? We have who? Fuck, this camera. Three. <laughs> yeah. Three. Who, okay. Who do we have? We have DK. For people who know, well, okay, Dara Koshoshai, and I think I said that properly. I speak a little Persian, so we may throw some Persian in there. Um, <laughs> then we have Jay-Z, as not Beyonce's husband, John Zimmer, okay? Are, you know, when is, uh, we can't say that on here, right? Oh, never mind. The real Jay-Z thing, is that happening still, or what's going on? Yep. Yeah, that's uh, also another thing. Yeah, uh, Harry's uh that's uh i think harry's doing that next week or the week after so it's coming up very soon um oh, okay so we got yeah. the re we got we got jay-z before harry so that's that's <laughs> john zimmer not jay-z the, the rapper and we got tx not for texas people that's tony zoo the ceo of doordash all three one after the other we're interviewing him next week yes <laughs> Yes. Yep. It's going to be a fun show. So make sure you're subscribed and ring that bell. Um, and also, um, again, we do this on potty, po the audio podcast. So if you can't watch the video uh, and you like listening to the audio version, again, just search Show Me the Money Club. Uh, it's going to be on all major platforms. So check that out. Um, anything last, Sergio, before we get off? No, another good show. We finished in an hour and a half. Yes, that may have been. This may have been our shortest one yet. <laughs> no, we got we got to get it down to. We've always planned to try to get it to an hour, an hour show. Uh, so maybe one of these days we will. <laughs> no, no, All okay. right, you know what? It's okay. I, I, I'm enjoying these. So again, seriously, I really whoever's watching and whoever's going to watch later, um, I really do appreciate the support, guys. Because seriously, you know, twenty episodes it's gone above and beyond i mean look i don't run this youtube shit and whatever i just show up and talk a little bit here and there but chris does all the work right in the background and he knows what the numbers look like 
and the traction we got from the, the community is really, really great. And we appreciate it. And we're going to keep entertaining you guys. But we just don't want to be like every other geek tuber that does a ride along and, oh, look, the ping for two, 345. Oh, my eyes that's not interesting at all. Not to me anyway. So if that was it, I wouldn't be here. So, you know, talk about different subjects. Talk about, um, you know, some interesting subjects like this driverless car situation. Talk about some ideas that we're trying to work on to figure out these algorithms. I said it again. <laughs> and, I, and, you I, know, I and, and have a dialogue. So at the beginning, uh, the over-under on how many times somebody said ants. Who won the over-under? Who won the over-under? It was definitely the under because nobody, you didn't say it once. And algorithm, you said a bunch of times. So maybe algorithm is the new ants. Algorithm is the new uh, over-under race that we got. Um, yep. So, hey, so we appreciate you guys watching. Whoever's yes, going to listen to the podcast, we appreciate it. Honestly, I didn't think this was going to take off, but I think it's taken off now. And we're the only people that can actually make it better. And we're trying to make it better by being on different, you know, formats right podcasts and live facebook here this that whatever so if there's no demand obviously just like uber man you know we don't have an algorithm for this we just two guys show up and talk to you guys and yep. if you do enjoy it you know I, I don't know about the youtube algorithm about the thumbs up this and that but we do respect every comment that comes in and i try to actually respond to it although harry says don't search don't you're just gonna kill yourself <laughs> i'm like no man that's yeah, how you create a community a I'm trying to create a community here, right? Yeah. And Chris, Chris is doing his part. I'm doing my part. You know, we're having cool guests, but I really thank you for the support. Um, uh, Harry, Harry just talked with Dara um, this past month. So, you know, if he's going to do it again, it probably won't be for a little while. Um, he is yeah. going to be doing... Not after Dara watches our ripping assholes to him. <laughs> also, also, another thing, too, we're probably going to make a post on it if it hasn't been on the community, YouTube community. Um, another reason why you should be subscribed is uh, Harry will be sitting down with John Zimmer as well um, in the next week or two. Jay-Z, uh, Jay-Z, so not John Zimmer. You have to say Jay-Z. Jay-Z and DK. Uh, yeah. Well, either way, um, he's going to be sitting down, so he'll probably post something very soon. Uh, about uh, about it coming up and then getting your questions in uh, yeah. so we can get that. But again, we got DK, Jay-Z, and Tony Zoo. TX. TX. Uh, we got that coming next week. So all three. All three. At the... Yeah, when it comes to it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you Epic. are subscribed to ring the bell and uh, look for that for next week. Yeah, uh, we guys want to see if you guys want to see see me shit my pants live. This, this may be your <laughs> one and only chance in life. So there you go. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So uh, with that be being it. said, uh, we will see you guys next time. Have All a good right. night. Cool. Good day, or wherever you guys are. <laughs>